How can you take the creative industry by storm? Well, own part of it. And that's what serial entrepreneur Paul Kemp decided to do in 2010. Talyard Studios is the world's largest community of independent artists and businesses. 250 incredible companies working together to rebuild the creative industries brick by brick. Paul Kemp and Talia Studios are proudly helping young people and aspiring creatives get their foot in the door and then facilitating their talent to the next level. Talent like Mark Ronson, Noel Gallagher, The Prodigy, Pendulum, Lewis Capaldi and Becky Hill and helping businesses like Apple Music, Spitfire Audio, Platoon 7 and Believe to flourish. Phil Knight did it at Nike with Just Do It. Paul Kemp is doing it with Tileyard giving a true home to the independent and the creative. So if you're a creative, if you're ambitious, if you're independent, this is the sign that you've been waiting for. Let's do this. We're building that community here, but to get the right people, you need to, you know, it needs to be built organically, I'd say. I've, I've got to say to you, Paul, Every experience that I've had there has been impressive. Thank you. It's been creative. It's been there's been a good vibe going on. I think yeah. there was one time we I just missed Keanu Reeves. And, you know, <laughs> you know, there's some really big names that are coming in there to record, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And but yeah, the the team it is a good creative team. What do you? If I ask the team, what would they say about you? What do you think they'd say? Three words: supportive passionate and um, probably demanding supportive passion well I did ask the team yeah I did ask the team and what did they say yeah, yeah the, the, you know so several of them which said, team did you uh, ask well well no oh, I, right, I, okay. I can't, I can't, there's no name in issue going on <coughs> uh, they all had good things to say actually good um, you know the big boss came out first big very boss. interesting very very intelligent very very savvy businessman every time you come in everybody's pleased about it as well yeah and um, the the three biggest words that came out of several: creative, ambitious, yep. independent. Yeah, independent. I think I think the independence piece for us is really is a really good a good piece because you know we're dealing with um, we're dealing with people. Uh, we, you know, it's all every company is really about about the person. I think that if the, these big kind of corporates, the majors, people actually get lost in it and it becomes more of an institution and an organization rather than in an individual people that you can speak to and hang out with and, and just have fun with so in london I, i've really tried to rather than the normal landlord and we don't regard ourselves as landlords because we, we actually regard ourselves as facilitators of talent effectively because that's kind of what we've always done we we don't regard we're not the kind of big big boss big landlord that you you never see and most people don't even know who the landlord is and then all you do is they get you know an increased rent demand every few years and that's really all all the uh the all, all you have to do with with them and i wanted to have a you know if we were going to get that community then i wanted to know everyone that was there pretty much and I wanted to be able to, you know, show myself, you know, regularly. So they knew who I was, um, hang out with them, get drink, yeah, have a few drinks with them, chat to them. I mean, that to me has been a big part of the enjoyment 
of Tardyard London. Yeah, you, you do show your face. I mean, that's how this came about. Yeah. You know, one of your guys, George, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. says, oh, James, uh, Paul's coming up and maybe you want to be on the interview. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. There he goes, straight in on there. Facilitators of talent, a facilitator of talent. Yeah. You know what that is? That is an incredible mantra for any leader. Not just you. You know, we've, you ta- that is an incredible mantra, isn't it, for a leader? I think it sums up what we do. Um, you know, we provide, you know, we're not the talent. I mean, you know, arguably, you know, we are quite creative in what we build and the facilities we we procure. But generally speaking, you know, we are there for the creatives in our community. So we're there to, A, provide space in its basic form, um, give them all the support and help they need, um, introduce them to everyone else within the community to maximise collaboration. Um, and that's kind of, and to make their lives as kind of interesting and, and hassle-free as possible and let them get on with what they do amazingly, which is, you know, create incredible content. Yeah, look, there's a lot of young people now, creative people, getting into businesses and going and yeah. doing some of this themselves. What bits of advice have you got for them? You know, from your experience in business? Well, it's kind of interesting. I think it's it's become increasingly difficult for young people to get a foot in the door um, for a number of different reasons. I think that um, I, I think one of the reasons is that a lot of companies now are more interested in hiring established talent, um, whereas you know we've always kind of been really open to giving people a chance, and quite often. Uh, they they really shine. Um, whereas you know, and also we found that funnily enough in Talyard Education, where we do a number of MA courses. I think we have hundred students this uh, this this term in uh, in Talyard London. What kind of education are they getting there? Oh, they're getting uh, it's uh, music writing uh, production um, that, that those kind of courses. So they're very very music yeah based. Um, and, and production based yeah yeah and and in, interestingly I mean the number of people that have graduated because it's a one year course the number of people that have gradua- uh, graduated and got jobs at Talyard in London is significant so it's great it's like a yeah, it's a feeder for, it for, is. for opportunity you're growing your own really there yeah we are and, and actually you know um yeah, the, the, all all of them will, will, well, certainly the vast majority will go and work with all these other independent companies. We have two hundred independent companies in London. It's part of the community, so they will go and like you know they they see opportunities. I mean, we do loads of events with them throughout the year. We always get our community to um, come and and speak to them and give them advice um, how to get on in, in the industry. And I think more importantly, I mean, a lot of people think the music industry is just, uh, you know, the guy they or girl they see on stage. There is a plethora of jobs out there for everyone, you know, in every facet of the of the industry. And you don't have to be singing or or, or producing or, or whatever composing. There are loads and loads of jobs that actually are that are super important, but are not kind of front front line if you see what I mean how does someone young then get past that that kind of objection we, we, we hire an established talent what, what, what yeah I think I think well Talyard I think is, is a great way of doing it because you know you are you're in a, an environment where you meet all of these independent companies it's so true that isn't it I mean environment is such a powerful 
part of success you know <laughs> you put an ice an iceberg will 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 grow one degree in the right environment and yeah. it will melt one degree in the Correct. wrong environment yeah. so get and it is that it I, is I, it's, it's i tell you what it's it's the it's it is the community there that, that you know they are mixing with all these established companies artists or the rest of it i mean we've got believe digital down there now you know they are incredibly successful they're expanding um their their, their numbers there um, and they are, you know, they they are referred to as the fourth major. So um, it's great to have them on site. And you know, again, you know, they are offering job opportunities to to people all the time because they they're on a huge expansion. So that's great. What well, what would you say is your biggest success in business? What financially, or 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 from a perspective of just. Um, being being delighted to have done I, it. I would appreciate you answering the financial one as well, but one that sits in your heart. You well, I, I think I think you know that, that's quite easy. Uh, the financial ones look. There's been a number of deals over the years that have you know been good or or, or, yeah. or sometimes very good, uh, and there is there is a significant number that haven't been good. So you know it is all about. Um, understanding that whatever business you're in it's not always going to go smoothly and in fact the current environment we're in is actually really tricky you know interest rates are have you know gone up from we were paying two percent on some of our facilities and now paying six that's a huge difference yeah huge and um what impact has that had on you oh well, cash flow wise it's been really really difficult you know so um it, I mean, the market, the property market, and I've been in it for over 30 years, it's cyclical. And it goes up and down and up and down. And if you draw a medium line up, it's it's actually like that. So it's always, you know, the only time you lose money in the property industry is if you have to sell in the downturn. Then you lose a lot of money. But if you don't, you just ride it out and um, the market will come back, definitely. It, you know that median line that you, yeah. is that a perspective that you go to for personal strength does that, is yeah, that allow you to get through yeah, the situation well yeah in a in a in a downturn i mean you know it, when we bought Tarlyard actually we had a torrid time initially because it was just when lehman brothers went under and you know that whole financial crisis and the world changed literally overnight and we had in fact we only just managed to complete that transaction because we'd exchanged prior to Lehman going under right. and you yeah up till then the markets were, were steaming and then um, Lehman's went under and then we had to complete like three weeks later and we had about six lenders before who were all falling over themselves to lend money and then suddenly we had zero and we were three weeks from completion it was like shit this isn't good um, so we were looking at losing a deposit on that and all sorts of other stuff and fortunately I, I came up with a lender that I've never used before and it's very unusual to get someone you've never used before that does a quick deal and um, we a good old co-op bank which was like not on my radar at all wow. and they came up and literally we completed the day before we uh, lost the contract and deposit, so it was quite, quite hairy actually. But so uh, the good old Colt Bank came to yeah, save the day. Hey, thank God for that. Yeah, thank God. Well, there's plenty of people that come and say. You know, one thing you said in all of that was it wasn't smooth, no. and um, 
I, I read a lot. Never of, is really. It never is. No. There's Phil Knight. He's the founder of Nike. Nike, yeah. and he wrote his his book Shoe Dog, Sh- and Shoe he, Dog, yeah. he, he shared he shared it's a good book. Actually. It is really good book. He's, he's got incredible philosophy himself, mm. leadership philosophy. Now, a few parts of his philosophy is uh, number one: we're on, we're on the attack all the time. We're going for this. Mm-hmm. Number two is if we do the right things, we'll make money. And it'll be damn near impossible not to. We've just got to keep doing the right things. Yeah. But th- uh, another thing he says, which reminded me of what you said, he says, it won't be pretty. No, if you're expecting is. a smooth journey, it hurts you more, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, this this project here in Tarlyard North in in, uh, in Wakefield has been anything but pretty. Because what <laughs> you know, when we started this journey, which was probably about eight years ago, so it's been quite a long journey already, but... When we started, I mean, it was a different world in terms of building costs. So, um, and then of course, COVID, when we, we just started on mm. site and then there was COVID, which was uh, re- really disruptive, extended the program hugely. Uh, and an extended program is a more expensive program. But um, the most, I think the most um, significant factor was um, building cost inflation. So then the Ukraine situation uh, and all sorts of things going on in the world. And then suddenly uh, the building cost inflation was 25%. So we were paying 25% more than what was originally thought was the, 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 the number. Yet somehow you still found a way to finish. Yeah, no, we're going to finish. I mean, as you can see, we're in, um, we're in the latter part phase two and it's impressive yeah it's I mean, a great building isn't it fantastic yeah and also we tried to design it i mean it's, it's obviously a new building but we tried to design it with some uh some reference points to to to, to the the mills which are beautiful and, and i think terrific buildings the, there is a there is an element of class about Look, it's the first time we met, and I want to say about everything about you—the way that you walked in, what you were wearing beforehand, how you conducting yourself, the whole buildings, this room that we're in. There is an element of class about it all. Well, thank you. I mean, look, I mean, the one thing that I've always said is, if I do something, it needs to be really great. I'm not prepared to. I'm not prepared to. Do Where did a that come from? Crap job. Well, I, it's just embedded in me. I, I've never. I've hated people that do things either badly when they could have done better. Or half jobs, so we've never skimped, and this is—I mean, this is important on Tarlyard North. These studios and the facilities here are world class, and it would have been very easy to do a really, you know, kind of basic job on these buildings. But it was something I just wasn't interested in. So, you know, initially, you know, the council said, "Well, we're not," because the, the council were involved with with a certain degree of grant funding um, because the, the scheme was completely non-viable without that but they came up with a figure it's meant to be kind of match funding and of course when all these costs started piling in over and above the figures we had agreed six years ago um they they kind of ran a mile (laughs) and said oh no 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 any uh any overrun costs uh even even though we understand it's not your fault but you're gonna have to pick that up yourselves so i mean that's that's been a very significant number what are you most proud of in all of the things that you've achieved in business over the years? Um, I think, you, you know, that I, I work with great people. So, you know, Nick Keynes, who um, I invested in him and two of his 
cohorts that used to be in a band and uh, many years ago. So I invested in them about five years before Tallyard London even was thought about. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's the people really that, that you I've worked with over the years that have given me the greatest pleasure, I guess, because you, we, we've met some amazing people you know throughout the journey and you know I'd never have met them without Talyard you know because property in itself can be you know can be one dimensional you know it's more uh, it's, it's, it's more of a you know deal by deal base and you don't really get to know people particularly well often not always but often and uh, I think with you know Talyard London and now Talyard North you know we it's it's just being able to see what great talent is out there and to be part of it. You know, I'm almost I almost feel I'm a bit of a fraud, really. I'm almost kind of grabbing on the coattails of these great these these wonderful creatives. Um, but I can do that because obviously, you know, we're involved in the delivery um, and ownership of the building. So and it's great. I think it's good for them as well. They see, you know, a, a face behind a name, and it's not just some random company that they've never met so i think it's it's a plus plus for us all actually if you could go back i don't know to a teenager or 18 whenever you started in in your business ventures any of those days what would is there anything that you do different um anything i'd do different well not a lot because i qualified as a lawyer years ago absolutely hated it so i um on the two years of training, uh, after you've got all your, yeah. you know, part twos and degrees and stuff, I, I did say, whatever I do, I'm not doing this. So I qualified and um, I gave up the day I qualified because I thought I'm not going to be happy doing this. So I think you have to, you know, you have to be practical, but also you have to be happy. If you're not happy, then life, you know, it's the biggest cliche in the world, but life is very short. So, you know, you have to be happy with what you do or else you shouldn't be doing it. And that's what I tell most, that's what I tell people, you know, when they say, oh, look, you know, I've got this position, I don't really like it, but what do you think? And it's kind of, well, you know, without wanting to be irresponsible, you know, I, I would look for something else because you've, you've you know, after... 12 months or so you're going to get desperately bored and uh, you are going to be unhappy in which and in which case it's just pointless yeah look behind every successful person there's a number of other people that have helped them along the way alright <laughs> so and you you've got me feeling that as I'm talking to you I can tell that you're just a really successful person you're very calm you're very considered you're really good with people you're empowering people there's a quality about yourself classic good is the enemy of great I'm only doing great stuff yeah um, who've helped you the most um, who's helped me the most that's a very good question um, I think a number of people have kind of helped along the way there hasn't been I, I wouldn't say a, a kind of a a mentor that I think my god this is all because of him I think um, the person that's actually helped me most was my late mother who um, because I, my, my background is actually, you know, quite modest. I mean, I came from a, <clears throat> a small hill farm in, in Wales, actually. Um, so, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you must have a really wealthy family. And it's just like, you must be kidding, dude. You know, it's just like, you know, we had this pissy little farm in Wales. I mean, it was nothing. We had, um, and I think she she was my inspiration because... You know, she was saying, whatever you want in life, if you want it enough, you will succeed. 
but you need to do that. Um, <clears throat> so she was really my inspiration, actually more than anything else, I'd say. So I would put that down. To, your question is definitely down to her. That whole desire inside, do you want it enough? You know, 1937, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, chapter one, desire. Desire, Do you, do you yeah. want it enough? You've got to have it. And also, I think it helped that I actually came from you know, a very modest, poor background. Because Why? Why did that help? Because whilst a lot of people may get bitter and twisted about that and look at the guy that's driving a very nice car and got a very nice house and, you know, feel envious... I actually, it, for me, it, it was uh, it was an inspiration. So I want some of that. I want some of that, and I'm going to work whatever it takes. I'm going to do it. So it was very much, you know, getting inspiration and and from successful people that <clears throat> I didn't even know, by the way. But you know, I wanted a part of that life, and that's driven me really from day one, and still does. Actually, people say you're going to retire, and it's just like you must be joking. No, what am I going to do? You know, it's been my life and um, I still enjoy it you know the ups and downs the winds you know and 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 sometimes the winds are so much sweeter when you've you, you, you've had some losses you know it's it's no one wins everything so you know that is a that is a fallacy that's complete nonsense you know you know I asked Richard Branson this a uh, bit of advice uh, in Dublin 2016 I think uh, uh, and he says his favourite bits about business, strategy, direction. Yeah. And then he said, firefighting. Yeah. He loves it. Just dealing with it. I, I kind of love it when we've when we've fight, when we, we've done it. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> During the time, it's like can be a bit tricky. But it, um, it was that whole retirement thing that you said that just triggered. It just reminded me of Richard Branson. You know, you, you said you must be kidding. I'm yeah. Not retiring. Yeah. No. It's impossible. Have you still got the same fire in your belly? Do you still want it that much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it. Actually, I want. I want to be. You know, I'm, I've been reasonably successful. I wouldn't say I've massively, but I want more success um, for my own personal gratification, not because I want you know a bigger bank account. It's just you know, it's it's a sense of achievement that I've all I always have had to have something to aim for something to you know strive for and i think that for me to retire i mean i it's just an anathema for me i couldn't possibly think about that you know it's crazy you know what am i going to do you know i don't really rather sadly as my wife says you really don't have many hobbies do you and it's just like no i don't really um which i think is a is a failure actually but you know i love what i do so yeah whatever when you love what you do every day is a holiday, baby. That's yeah, a quote I've got ringing around in, in my head. All right, last question then. Yeah. So if there's one thing that the listeners should do in in business or in the careers after listening to this, what would it be? Um, I think you have to have belief in yourself and you, you have to accept that um, you, you need to do something that you are passionate about um, rather than just get a you know a job in the call center and there's nothing wrong by the way in working the call center but i would have thought that's that's quite dehumanizing really in many ways but um i, th I think you need to you, you need to think what you want to get out of life to begin with and then you can plan that journey how do i get there but unless you understand what you want out of life you are just going to drift drift through it and 
I don't know. I don't see... Look, that's fine for some people, I'm sure, but I think, you know, certainly on the creative front, you really have to have a vision. Um, and and then you look at ways that you can achieve that and get people to help you along the journey. And I mean, what I've found is that the nicer you are, the more help you get in life. The ca- Mary Porter said that, you know, kindness. Yeah. You know, we interviewed Mary Porter's and and she said, you better be kind. Yeah, because, because actually it all comes back to bite you. You know, if you're a bit, bit, bit of a tosser, then you will, you know, the circle will come round yeah. and people will remember that and think, right, no. And um, so, and also it's just, you know, being nice to people is, is, is nice. You know, I mean, you feel better about yourself. So, yeah, so basically have a vision and, and then plan it out. Have a vision, ignite that passion Correct. that you, you have t- to have talked passion, about, yeah. believe in yourself and be nice to people along the way. That's it. Perfect, perfect solution. Paul Kemp, thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you very much.